0: Episode thirty nine of Thunder after dark. The Thunder lose to the Wizards for the first time no, ever. Just in OK be quiet for just a minute, please. <laughs> Fred just cannot help himself to can't. talk. The Thunder lose to the Wizards for the first time. Whoa, 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 I'm Fred. In OK C one sixteen to ninety eight. This is also Wizards After Dark. And it's all Fred's fault, clearly. <laughs> I've got Fred Katz here who usually he usually hosts Wizards After Dark and Thunder After Dark. Welcome back. This is all your fault.
1: This is all my fault. It's true. That seems to be Twitter's sentiment. Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't hold off. I, I can't confuse my listeners. I can't make them think. That they're just listening to Thunder After Dark, and that like I uploaded the wrong thing. Right. I, got, I got to clarify because they only listen to the first two seconds of the podcast. Yeah, right, yeah, anyway. They click so, right off that. So when they hear and they get Thunder After Dark, they're gonna think it's terrible.
0: Uh, we also have special guest Royce Young. Mm-hmm. Just for bread, just <laughs> only for bread. Uh, so the Thunder just didn't show up tonight. They played like a good first five minutes of the game, and then. It felt like they ran out of gas, or they—I don't know. What? What? How do you guys even put that into words?
2: Is this the best the Wizards have played?
0: Oh yeah, they like, were
2: four and seventeen but, but the I'm, road. What, in. what I'm asking though is that, did the Wizards play well, or did? The, and I hate those type of yeah. questions, but I feel you like You should I, ask I, Russell. I, but I do yeah. feel like did the Thunder lose this game, or? Um, <laughs> but seriously, did the Wizards play well, or did the Thunder just play like butt?
1: Uh, kind of both. Yeah. Like, the Thunder – so the Thunder did weird stuff, which is, like, things they've done, right? So, like, they they dominate with Steven Adams mm-hmm. early because Thomas Bryant, I think, struggles against super strong centers. It happened against Whiteside. It happened against Adams early. And credit to Bryant. He was much better at the start of the third than he mm-hmm. was at the start of the first. And that's, like – the Wizards should be super encouraged by that because he's 21 and he's barely had any NBA playing experience. And now, all of a sudden, like, you see him developing in games. And that's – That's a great sign for the Wizards. Uh, But they, Stephen Adams dominates in pick and roll, and like that's how you attack Bryant. You attack him in pick and roll, and three or four minutes into the game, they just kind of stop. They've done that before, Mm -hmm. but like I was shocked. I thought the start of the third quarter, if Thomas Bryant was out there at the start of the third, they were just going to go pick and roll, pick and roll, pick and roll with Adams every time. And Bryant was better, but like they weren't, that was not their number one option. And so like I just thought mentally, that wasn't quite there, you know? Like, the Wizards played well. They, they were active defensively. I thought Porter was great. Uh, but, but like, they – the Thunder were also just, like yeah. – they were just sloppy and, and not yeah, themselves. Yeah, turned the
2: ball over, a lot of second-chance points, a lot of um, offensive rebounds for the Wizards. And to me, like, one of the the telltale signs that I think that, that Oklahoma City didn't show up is the fact that they only forced nine turnovers. And, you know – it could be that the Wizards took care of the ball re- really well and, and handled their business. But I think that if the Thunder were playing their typical active, aggressive style, they would have forced more turnovers than that. That's just kind of just their nature. And so I do think that that kind of illustrates that they maybe didn't have the same kind of energy. Uh, one, one of the things that stood out to me is, you know, the Thunder started, I think, like you said, Fred, they started sharp. You know, they, they, they were executing well, started out with three dunks, I think, or, you know, three, three uh, buckets right at the rim. And and they were getting stops and there was that kind of defensive intensity, and I, I, I'm not not that this cost the Thunder of the game, but Westbrook and he was really trying to you know hit those home run hit ahead passes. Mm-hmm. I think he did it two or three straight times that were turnovers, and and that. I don't know if that was Westbrook maybe sensing that they needed those type of easy buckets or, or whatever it was, but I thought that that really kind of eliminated a chance for the Thunder to maybe build an early 10- to 12-point lead. Because look, the Wizards' half-court defense is not typically all that great, and, and I think the Thunder could have, even though the Thunder have some of their own offensive struggles, I think they could have out-executed the Wizards. And and that really kind of allowed the game to get close in the first quarter. Again, it probably would have ended up the same way because I don't know that the Thunder had it tonight. But I thought that Westbrook was responsible for, for setting a little bit of a negative tone.
0: Yeah, the Thunder bench was awful.
2: Schroeder Schroeder's was... has been
0: bad. He was really. really bad. He was really bad tonight. I didn't think he was good on either end tonight. And they couldn't get production from anybody else. And that was, I mean, Nader had some garbage time points, but everybody else was pretty bad on the bench. Some guy named Chasen... It was
1: really awesome. <laughs> Chaison. <laughs> Chaison. Chaison Randall was, he was plus 90 per
0: 48 minutes. Yeah, that's 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 exactly how bad Dennis Schroeder was tonight. Yeah, plus, he was plus he was plus 30. In, am I right? He was plus 30 yeah. in 16, yeah. 16 minutes, right? Well, when the
2: game got away from the Thunder, really, was when Schroeder was in, and I, I don't know if he tweaked an ankle or banged knees yeah. or something happened. And I was kind of sitting there thinking to myself, like, why is he still in the game? Because right. he was clearly limited, or he just wasn't, like, playing through it well, or I don't know what the problem was. And they kind of the, – the Wizards kind of attacked him a few times, and there was a mm-hmm. couple straight buckets, and Thunder defense was really porous in those moments. Mm-hmm. And that's really when the game went from,
1: like, 6 to 14, Yeah, kind of kind of in those moments. They did a good job on Paul George, I thought, too. Like, yeah, I only thought, five
2: points, I think, in the yeah. second half, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah they, they did – the Wizards did a good job on him in early – he looked like he was working Ariza. He, mm-hmm. he back cut him. He just took the ball down the court early and just squared him up and just drove right by him. And I was like, oh, man, Ariza, because Paul George has been so good this year. And I was like, Ariza is going to struggle with him. Like this is and – then, and then Ariza did a nice job. Like right mm-hmm, after yeah. that, he did a nice job. Like, they, the Wizards, the one thing they do, they are not a good defensive team. But one thing they do pretty well is they're pretty good at being disruptive when they're going well. That's what they're doing. They're pretty high up in deflections, and they're pretty high up in, like, loose balls recovered and all that kind of stuff. And, like, they were they were good on that. And if they're good one-on-one against the two best offensive creators on top of being good in passing lanes, they're going to have good defensive games. Like, this was probably their best defensive game of the year in terms of just like the way they were communicating and and rotating and I thought Otto played so well on both sides of the ball like this was they, they were definitely like they looked like a cohesive unit defensively which is not extremely common for them. Yeah,
2: yeah. And, and, you know, looking at his box score, on, you know, the Thunder, Billy even kind of referenced it, that he was kind of shocked at halftime to see that the Thunder had as many assists as they had, just for as poorly as they played. Mm-hmm. You know, Westbrook finishes with 13, as a team, the Thunder finished with 22, but the distribution there is just so off. Westbrook 13, Paul George 5. After that, it's Jeremy Grant with 1, Stephen Adams with 1, Terrence Ferguson with 1. And then way down the list, I think Hamadou Diallo has one.
1: The bench had one assist.
2: Yeah, Dennis Schroder yeah. had zero. And and um, the Wizards bench outplayed the Thunders severely. I mean, Otto Porter, as you said, Fred, was, was really good off the Wizards bench. But you look at this box score, and you just to me, if I just looked at the Wizards' numbers, I would think to myself, the Thunder won this game probably by 10. Because Bradley Beal, 25 points on 27 shots, 10 of 27 shooting. Ariza didn't shoot the ball well, 0 of 6 from 3, 1 of 9 overall. Uh, you know, they shoot 43.5%. They hit 10 of 37 from three. They didn't get to the free throw line an extreme amount. There's a lot of numbers there that would say that the Thunder should have won the game, but it really just comes down to simply the Wizards didn't turn it over. They took a lot more shots than the Thunder and out-rebounded them. I can't believe they out-rebounded them. They crushed
1: them on the glass. The Wizards no. are the worst defensive rebounding right. team since 2015. They're, they have the worst uh, the worst defensive rebound rate since 2015, and, like, it's climbed up a little bit. But they they are not a good rebounding team and, and I go into this thinking like, is Steven Adams gonna get ten offensive rebounds tonight? Mm-hmm. And and it kinda looked early, he was gonna beast down low and I, I can't believe that I, I, I don't I never actually do my homework before these podcasts and look up the defensive rebound rates for <laughs> tonight. But they they killed him on the boards. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well I couldn't believe that. The, I think the stat of the game is that the Wizards took hundred and one shots, the Thunder took eighty eight. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So that's, that's normally flip flops yeah. for the Thunder. Yeah, that's not right.
2: 101 shots necessarily. That's. Thunder are what, third in offensive rebound rate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: You know, the Thunder shot 40% from three. Like, that's not going to happen every night. Yeah, they ten,
2: 10 threes for the Thunder is a good game. That's a lot. I mean, that's, yeah. a, good, that's a good game for the Thunder, you know? <laughs> and but.
0: I really thought it was one of their worst offensive performances, though, in terms of it just didn't off- have the right offensive flow. Yeah. There was none. It was a lot of one on one. And that's not been this team. Usually, the, the conversation is man, the Thunder got a lot of shots, that the good shots that they right. missed. And tonight it was, man, they took a lot of bad shots tonight. Yeah.
2: They, they, again, I just, clearly the Thunder just didn't have something. And, you know, we were talking about this in the media room, Andrew, is that you can look at it as, like, oh, they just didn't have something. And, you know, they, they probably, I shouldn't say that they shouldn't have beat Portland, but that was that was a win that you, a lot of people maybe didn't expect the Thunder to get. Mm-hmm. And then you come back, and so it's like it all balances out. If they would have lost to Portland and beat the Wizards, it's like it's the same result right. in totality. But you, you look at the fact that you beat Portland and you should have come home and handled the Wizards, this could be the type of game that you look back on and you think, man, that, that's one the Thunder are going to wish that they had. But, again, if you've been watching any NBA team, whether it's the Thunder, whether it's the Warriors, whether it's anybody, and you lose dumb games throughout a season. It just happens. Yeah. Thunder are the most athletic team in the league. That's your takeaway?
0: <laughs> Are they? Oh. Are they? Uh, uh, I think they could be. I think they they probably have the most depth. That was the talk F- in the Wanderers Wizards Clarks. locker
1: room after the game.
0: Oh, really? A couple of the guys were talking about, like,
1: everybody. On well, some of the players,
2: play. I mean, they're just – Terrence Ferguson is just an insane athlete. Yes. Hamadou Diallo is an insane athlete. Mm. Noel, man. Noel Jeremy Noelle Grant. Ross <laughs> uh, mm. Russell, Russell,
0: obviously. Raymond Felton.
2: Raymond Felton is just, it it is, he is kind of a remarkable athlete if you think about it. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that he is a professional athlete. The total package. (laughs) He's a remarkable athlete. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Because if you just think about it in a big big way. Yeah, (laughs) De'Alde only played four minutes tonight. What do you think? I think Billy
2: Donovan was a little upset with him. Yeah. He got blown by. He committed a bad foul. I think Billy Donovan was like. I'm going to take some of my frustrations out on the rookie. It was a rookie moment, for but sure. i just sit the
0: rookie down. I thought if there's any bright spot from tonight, it was Ferguson. Like, he's played – he played C.J. McCollum almost perfectly the other night mm-hmm. in Portland, and I thought that he did about the same with Bradley Beal. Tonight. Yeah, Bradley Beal's an
2: amazing scorer. Yeah. And Bradley is going to hit tough shots. I feel like Bradley Beal – when he's got a hand in his face and he's shooting from a corner on a step back, I feel like he shoots ninety nine percent on those yeah, <laughs> shots. He's, he's
1: taking step backs now. Yeah, That's he, he's a, good. At, he's getting good at him. Yeah, his his footwork on everything now is amazing. He's got that move
2: right. that makes him really tough to guard, where he's like coming off like a dribble handoff and And he he gives you that kind of appearance like he's gonna shoot off the dribble handoff, but then he does that kind of little hesitation and he drives you downhill mm-hmm. and that's like that that combination's become really tough to guard, I think.
1: So something that he's gotten so good at, which I talked about in my last Wizards after Dark, and like I'm gonna write something on this this week, I think, is just that Brad has gotten so good at feeling out how a defense is defending him now. And just kind of – because he was – he ended up taking 27 shots in this game. And a similar thing happened in the last game, especially now that he's a very, very clear number one option. He's so good now at kind of being – not being passive in his movements, but being passive in his kind of scoring attack Mm -hmm. for the first four minutes, six minutes of a game. And he'll run off a screen in one direction and be like, okay – mental note, this is how they guarded me here. Run off the screen in another direction. Okay, when I did that, they got me here. I'm going to go left on a pick and roll. going to go right on a pick and roll. And he just prods those situations and he's like, okay, now I know how they're guarding me every time. Now I attack. And he did that again tonight and Ferguson is like legit and awesome defender now. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's mm-hmm. one of the best Defenders. He guards people on the ball, he's, mean, he, and he's so good off the ball. Like he's usually guys as tall as him. Like it's easier to screen him, but he's so slippery. Yeah. And he did a great job tonight. But there are moments where where Brad still forced a switch. You know, forced a switch of like yep. Jeremy Grant onto him or something like that. Mm-hmm. And obviously Jeremy Grant guarding you is no picnic either. But like Brad has gotten so good at figuring out now how to work those situations. And like tonight, I thought he just missed shots. Like it's not like yeah, I can't remember a situation where I was like ah. Oh, I don't know why he shot that. I thought it was just missing shots. I think he's gotten so good at attacking now that I think like the Wizards' offense is is going to be kind of okay with Beal leading it. I think he's gotten good enough to where they're going to they're going to stay afloat offensively where they are now.
2: Can they Maybe flirt you know. for that eight seed? How they flirt? They going to be flirting? They could flirt. They could just you know. <laughs> or are they so? What are they three and two since John Wall? Go silver? up. I give you a little.
1: How you doing, eight? <laughs> <team? laughs>
2: is that what it's going to be? <laughs> <think> you done? <laughs> is that, anyway, is yeah, that yeah, correct
1: I was, though? Three and two. Uh, three and two, yeah, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember.
0: <laughs> How many games back is this for Otto Porter now?
1: Uh, three.
0: Three. Okay.
1: And he's, he was he's awesome. shooting way more. Yeah, we have a, He was great. Yeah. He was so good. Okay, so fourteen shots in twenty-one minutes. The last game, he's still in minutes restriction, which is why he's coming off the bench. Although it okay. sounds like he may continue to come off the bench, even like when he's done with the minutes restriction. It looks like Brooks just likes it like that. Mm-hmm. And he took seventeen shots in twenty four minutes tonight. We were talking about this. Otto Porter has That's only nuts. taken 20 shots in a game once That's in his entire career. That's nuts. He, I, I guess we can assume he would have taken 20 tonight if he had played normal minutes, but, like, I don't know.
2: I mean, 20, 20 shots in today's NBA, for, for me, for a good player is
1: nothing, like,
2: in, in any given game. I mean, Paul George took 18 tonight. That happens. But, like... Two nights from now, Paul George could take 25. You know, that's just like if you're a good player, you're going to end up with games. I mean, James Harden takes 20 shots and a half these days, so like it's just mm-hmm. kind of crazy yeah. that Otto Porter could go through that many games and not have had one where it's like, yeah, he took you know 12 threes and 24 shots.
1: Yeah. So we spoke to Beal after the game, and uh, I asked him, uh, I asked him about Otto, and he said, and and the first thing he said was, yeah, shot the damn ball. <laughs> 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 I just want him to shoot the ball all the time. I'm like, just shoot the ball. He's like, I'm like, what does he say after that? He said, he says, he just says, my bad, my bad. But then he doesn't shoot the ball. I'm <laughs> shoot the damn ball! <laughs> I feel
0: like everybody outside of the Wizards assumes they're going to trade Otto Porter or somebody. Do you get that same feel from? It's definitely inside? possible.
1: It's definitely possible. But like they're also making these kind of, they're also making these moves. And this was before Wall got hurt. But they're making these moves of you know, patchwork Arisa. deals. Adding mm-hmm. Ariza is. The most obvious type of patchwork deal you can do. He's a 33 year old on an expiring, and you traded a soon to be restricted guy who you mm-hmm. had, you know, some amount of team control over because he's restricted. Who's 23 years old, who you could have gotten an asset for for the future, mm-hmm. and you instead elected to get a a 33 year old expiring. So, so the patchwork, you know, is there. So I I don't know for certain if they're going to tear it down now that John got her. I mean, the thing that is getting. Now we can like really talk about it, and I've, I guess I've been talking about it a lot, but now it's like a thing because after the win tonight, they're plus five, plus .5 per 100 possessions with John Wall off the floor. They're now a net positive with John Wall off the floor, and they're minus 6 per 100 with John Wall on the floor. That's a huge difference. That's, yeah. And that that has been separating all season too. It's been getting bigger and bigger, Awkward. basically since the beginning of October. Yeah, yeah, like that's a that's a huge difference. And last year there was this, you know, is John are they better without John Wall thing that kind of took place that storyline. But like you look at the numbers, and the numbers did not back that up. Well,
2: and I think you 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 mentioned it when you you said this earlier, Fred, is that there's two versions of John Wall here too. And I think that that's yeah. part of, of keeping this in perspective is that this season's John Wall is not the normal John Wall. Right. And that's influencing some of these numbers. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think the way to frame this conversation is like, man, John Wall just wasn't John Wall. Yeah. Yeah. He just wasn't himself. He really needed that surgery. Cause like, it's amazing. Like they're six and a half points per hundred. That's a big difference. Like that's who's minus six per hundred, like only like three teams, right? Four teams, maybe this year, mm-hmm. something like that. Like, I, off the top of my head, who's plus six? Like, the Thunder are plus six. It's the difference between the Thunder and an average team. Mm-hmm. And the Thunder are third in the league, second in the league in net rating. So it's the difference between a top two or three team and an average team. Or the difference between a bottom two or three team and an average team. Like, that's that's a huge, huge difference.
0: He better be, He better get better, man. <laughs> like, because they're going to be paying him so much money. Over the course of the next like four years.
1: Yeah, I think they hope he
0: can make a full recovery, but you know, who knows? Or but he's just Gilbert Arenas part two. Yeah, for Washington.
1: Who knows? But that's like that's a that's a deal. Like that's worth it's worth noting.
0: Yeah, Royce what do you think of Russell after the game?
2: He was uh, interesting. He clearly had a message that he wanted to deliver, which was to be upbeat and positive, and that, say that this was no big deal. And yeah. and then once he got past delivering that message, he didn't know how to answer a question. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: like, he <laughs> literally said, "I will not answer another yeah, question so about done. this game. If you want to talk about something else, I don't remember what." That's he what said, I was going to be like. Well, really so, well,
2: what are your thoughts on the government shutdown? Right. I mean, like, what did you, what did he want me to ask him? Like, you know, like <laughs> it's for lunch tomorrow? <laughs> uh, yeah, he clearly. Sometimes, you know, Westbrook has these kind of moments where I think he tries to kind of uh, demonstrate leadership. Yeah. And, you know, I think – and look, he's right. There's no reason to completely overreact. It's a bad loss, and and it can be a bad loss and also not be a big
0: deal. Mm -hmm.
2: And I think that that's – uh, somewhat of what it was. Um, now, it, to me, it's it's about how do you play the next game, and no. if the, if the next game there's some of these same symptoms, uh, then then that's when you start to to look at it and say, okay, what went wrong there, and there's something going on. If you bounce back and you play well, the problem is, is that the Thunder schedule is getting tougher, and mm-hmm. they've got they've got a lot of games against Western teams, and you just don't want to give these away. You know, I actually looked it up. Do you know what their record was through 40 games last year? No. 22 and 18. If they lose. Their next game, they're twenty-five and fifteen. I mean, that's not all that dissimilar <laughs> to what last season, went, which was such a bad year for mm-hmm. them. So, granted, there's some context. They started zero and four, and that really kind of put them in a hole. But um, anyway,
1: started eight and twelve last year.
2: That's true, and and they and they had a good you know they won what they wins eight in a row.
1: In this was right around the time when they were starting to get really hot last year mm-hmm. because they they had that seven or eight game winning streak or whatever, and then. Dre went down at the end of January. They had moments where they were good last year. There's no doubt about it. Right. Know. Well, they well, they won nine nine in a row because they were nine like row, yeah. yeah because they they because they got to like 30 and 20 or whatever going to Detroit and that was when it was like all right Thunder for real now and then Dre yeah went down, yeah unfortunately again it, it is, assuming they
0: they bounce back and play well I
2: think their next game is against the Timberwolves in OKC and then mm-hmm. they play San Antonio in San Antonio. S-
0: in San Antonio and then back in OKC. Against San Antonio, mm-hmm. right? So,
2: I mean, that, that's one. this is one of those things where it's like if you go two and one in these three, you mm-hmm. feel good about yourselves.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's what everybody would sit here and say. And then but just like the way it happens is that if they lose, like, you know, the, the last one of the, those three, people are going to be frustrated. Right. And, you know, yeah. <laughs> or you lose to the Timberwolves, there's going to be a freak out. And then if they beat this verse twice. But if they go two and one in these next three, you would say that's good.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm upset that I missed Russell's post-game performance art. <laughs> <laughs> I had one more chance to see that. I My favorite time when Russell gets in those moods when he just wants to answer questions, my favorite snarky response he ever had when I was covering the Thunder was uh, in, 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 Detroit, or in uh, Denver when he just put me in my place. It was a Denver preseason game. He just came in in the worst mood, who knows why, and reporters are asking him questions, and the... Three questions. It's a shoot around availability in Denver. And it's three questions, and he gives one word answers for all three. And there's, you know, when he just is shooting people down, then there's just like that awkward, awkward silence to follow. They had had an off day in Denver the day before. So I was like, hey, I'll loosen him up. I don't know why I thought this. I knew Russell, know. Yeah. I knew there was no loosening him up, but I was like, oh, I'll loosen him up. So I asked him, what you do on your off day? Mistake. And he, uh,. <laughs> He just looked right at me. And when Russell makes eye contact with you, that's mm-hmm, yeah, when you know you know you're in that's trouble. it's like the opposite of when, like, you know, interacting with most other people. Like when he makes eye contact with you, eye contact with you, that's when, you know, he's he's furious and he looks at me and says, Mind my own business and stayed out of yours. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> that's so good. Immediately. Right on I was I was to
2: I was gonna look up Paul George's quote tonight. He had a good quote after the game. Um where you just basically just not even low-key disrespected the Wizards, but he, he called it a weird game, and he said uh, he said we did well on the road. We had some big games that we won, and just one of those nights where you come home and you see an opponent like the Wizards, you just kind of fall into that trap. <laughs>
1: opponent like the Wizards,
2: <laughs> and he actually said I, I, I did. This. It's a bracketed the, but he didn't. Yeah. For some reason, he didn't say no, no Wizards. He, he just didn't. said you see an opponent like Wizards. <laughs> I don't know why he said it that way. It's like <laughs> as if they're like, you know, from Hogwarts. Like real wizards <laughs> you know? you see the, the wiz- You
1: see wizards you on the court. <laughs> you know what's the best wizards fun fact? Uh, so you remember when uh, Anthony Davis hit Ron Baker in the face mm-hmm. a couple years ago on that dunk? Ron Baker oh, yeah. legit has a jagged scar on his forehead no. and is now a wizard. Wow. And he's made about 12 Harry Potter jokes about it now. But it's like he should have made more. Yeah. Like, it's it's amazing, man. His face—he was born to be a wizard. When he shoots, does he say uh, Akio points? I didn't. I, mean, I don't know okay. enough about Harry Potter to know that.
0: <laughs> the, thunder the Thunder lose th- <laughs> tonight <laughs> to the Wizards, one sixteen to ninety eight. Or I could say the Wizards win in OKC, 116 98. First one sixteen to ninety
1: eight. First win ever. First,
0: First win ever in OKC. Ever isn't that weird? Yeah. Crazy So the Thunder were not always great. No.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, and I think somebody pointed out that they didn't even beat the Hornets when they were in OKC.
1: Yes. Michael Lee tweeted
2: that. That's nuts. That is so weird. Mm-hmm. And now there's only one team, but uh, John Schumann followed it up. Do you know who the There is one team remaining that has never won in Oklahoma City. Do you know who it is? The Thunder. No. That's not. But they right. have won Well, I was, You know times. what? That joke did work. <laughs> I process it's it like, as no
1: one no, has beaten the Thunder in Oklahoma City. Right, it's like the yeah, like it Russell Westbrook
2: be. has one team that he's never triple-doubled against. And it's, it's the, the Thunder. Thunder. Yeah, I, I understand what you're trying to do, but you yeah. were way wrong.
1: You're, you're
0: absolutely
1: wrong.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the Thunder have won a couple I'm gonna
1: games. I'm going to go games ahead from- and say they've won the most in Oklahoma City. Yeah, that's probably um, an accurate fact. Yeah, I don't know. You know? Mm-mm. 76ers. Oh, really? i Have never won in Oklahoma City. That's weird.
0: I guess it's not that weird. They were terrible they for were really, so long. really bad for a while. yeah. yeah. They could break that streak this season. They're, they're definitely good. <laughs> they're pretty good this year. Uh, thanks for listening to uh, Thunder After Dark and Wizards After Dark. Please subscribe to Thunder After Dark if you're already a Dream Team subscriber. I think we might make this free, and if you're listening on Wizards After Dark, subscribe to our show you can get one of these after every single Thunder game. Hope you guys have a great day. Hey,
1: subscribe to Wizards After Dark too.
0: Subscribe to whatever, bread Yeah, subscribe to Wizards After Dark Not as well. On
1: iTunes. If you have it on the iTunes Store, I don't uh, make people pay for my podcasts. (laughs) I only used to do that. (laughs) I only make people pay for my writing (laughs) now.
0: Thanks for listening.